Welcome to Your Family and Your Retirement with Abe Ashton. Abe, it is time for you to do something that you take a lot of pride in. Happy, happy. 1941, a date which will live in infamy. Ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. As always, we want to fit, thank our troops, our military men and women out there, um, especially right now. Of course, it is more than appropriate to thank our healthcare workers. Those are the true unsung heroes of the world. Man, more than ever right mm-hmm. now. And, and when you think about that last statement, ask not what your country can do for you, but what you can do for your country, mm-hmm. right? We, we think about that in a different time, you know, when it's about war and, and now with the virus and with the healthcare workers that choose to go to work, even though so many of them, even in our community, Kristen, where, where some are facing pay cuts, mm-hmm. um, not making as much money that are still showing up, being prepared to handle the crisis if it gets worse in southern Utah, even though there is not, I mean, I dare say there's not a crisis. The crisis in southern Utah is that we are an economy that has been dramatically reduced. I don't want to say Mm -hmm. we're shut down because people are out and about. But when I think about the healthcare workers who are actually asking what they can do for their country, they are choosing to still go to work. And they are, uh, even in southern Utah, even small city, big town southern Utah, they are a excellent representation of healthcare workers around the nation. And so mm-hmm. hearts and minds and thoughts and prayers go out to the healthcare workers around the country, but especially here locally, those mm-hmm. who have the choice to get laid off or, or, or get furloughed and get more money by... Um, taking unemployment. Yeah. And those people are asking what their country can do for them. And and again, right now, that is the benefit of a country, mm-hmm. right? It is it is why we have the federal government. It's why we have the state governments. The, the idea that unemployment right now is being buoyed up and that there is more income out there is ultimately a good thing. I'm not, I'm not trying to shame anyone who has been laid off and is taking advantage of the benefits of this unemployment system and the unemployment it's insurance. so funny that you say that because a friend of mine the other night, I was texting with him and I said, hey, I heard that you are furloughed. Are you taking advantage of unemployment? And he said, well, they're paying me half my salary, so I'm not going to take unemployment. I want it to be there for those who need it. And I said, hang on. You need that money because we need you spending that money in our economy. It's how it works. Right. Unfortunately, it is how it works that while it is a noble, very noble gesture, and I would love that we, I would hope that we have more Americans like that than yeah. the other way who are saying, hey, I'm, I'm, I need to go get it and I will quit my job and say I was furloughed. You know what I mean? Right. Because I can make more money. But, but when there, when there is people like that out there who are saying, hey, People talk about the stimulus checks the same way. Uh-huh. Well, I don't need mine. It should be it should go to somebody who needs it more. Well, the federal government's not going to do that automatically for you, right. right? You're better off taking that and donating. We talked about it last week's show. Uh-huh. You're better off taking that and giving it to somebody you see in need, family, friends, people in your community, employees that you've worked with or know that have worked for a restaurant or something that you used to frequent when the dining rooms were open. Right. But at the end of the day right now, there are... Even here in St. George, Utah, there's many people who are out of work, many who are needing to claim unemployment. That's what the stimulus is there for. That's what the benefits in, in, the, in the bolstering of unemployment is there for. And um, hopefully you'll take it with the, with the understanding that your goal, as soon as things get better, is to 
get back to work. It is, I may have said it before, but I believe it's a spiritual necessity to be at work. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you could argue it's a spiritual, it's a social, it's a physical, but the idea of being actively employed and engaged is beneficial to the soul, I guess no is doubt what I'm about saying. It. I'm so grateful to be able to work from home. I mean, I'm at my home in my studio. You're at the office at your studio doing our part to make sure that we keep germs minimized. And speaking of that, Abe, you were talking about the hospital workers and how much they need to be thanked right now. I have some family back home in South Carolina that unfortunately, one family member is not doing well and her son cannot see her. And things just took a a downturn. That is just such a tough thing. But the healthcare workers at this hospital are calling him up to five times a day, giving him updates, trying to get him on the phone with his mother when she is aware of what's going on. And I'm so grateful for that. And it also brings to mind an image from ABC News the other night. I don't know if you saw it, but there is a healthcare worker who is in charge of cleaning in this time, which is vital with the coronavirus. Sure. And she had been working a long shift. One of the well-known doctors in the hospital took her mop, took all of her supplies, and started cleaning a room and told her to go take a break. Oh, wow. That's awesome. So we really need to embrace these kind moments that we are able to give each other and do those kind things more often, because that is how we are going to get through this process at all. I mean, we learn from history. Kindness always prevails. Hey, speaking of history, Abe, this year marks the 50th anniversary of one of the most famous quotes in history. Uh, Houston, we've had a problem. Houston, we've had a problem. That was Apollo Jim 13. Lovell, the commander of the ill-fated Apollo 13 moon mission. Since that scary day in 1970, that phrase has become a popular way of announcing any unexpected problem. Like, I don't know, Abe, maybe a weird new virus that shuts down an economy. <laughs> I mean, we have a problem, right. right? Houston, we do have a problem. But thanks to some incredible work by the men and women of NASA... The Apollo crew members made it home safely, and the space agency eventually recovered from that near disaster, and it made a great movie, thanks to Ron Howard and Tom Hanks. But, Abe, in your many years of helping people near and in retirement, how confident are you that we're going to recover from this coronavirus thing and get our financial lives back on course again? 100%. Really? So I'm leaving a lot of room for doubt. Oh my gosh. Well, 100%. This is going to be, I don't know that I'm as, my timeline on my 100% may not be quite as optimistic as Sadly, as, none say, of us President have a Trump. true timeline, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know exactly when, but this too will pass. I think that in so many ways, America is going to be better. I, I think, you know what, we've said it together on this show. I, I hope it doesn't have to be another terrorist attack that draws this country together. I hope it doesn't mm-hmm. have to be another financial collapse. But unfortunately, it does take times like this where you see the doctor pick up the mop for the uh, hospital mm-hmm. worker who's normally in charge of cleaning. It brings out the worst in some people. It brings out the best in most people. And that's right. that's my limited, you know, my limited survey, my, my data and my experience there. But I, I, you see people doing better, being kinder, looking for opportunities to help and, and serve those that by and large 
we become a better, stronger country. And I think that financially, from a financial perspective, there are going to be some long-term consequences for some people, but I see the recovery and people getting back on track being a 100% sure thing that people will. Hmm. Uh, Because of the American spirit, because of human ingenuity, whether it's the astronauts fitting a square peg into a round hole, (laughs) you know, when they're trying to figure out a way to get that lunar module to be their lifeboat up in outer space to to scientists and doctors working on a vaccine quicker than they ever have in the past to to the entire nation changing their normal habits changing mm-hmm. their normal social behavior for the good of one common purpose which is our health and our safety that is us that is the american people so for every tragedy for every tragic story it seems to me like there is 10 positive ones i talked to a client this week who she's struggling right now because she is first of all she's in i say she's in her young 80s she's in her soft 80s (laughs) so so she's not a spring chicken but she is a magnificent young 80 year old she's 83 years old she's got a sister who is close to her age who has been developmentally and has been actually in a care facility all of her adult life mm-hmm. uh, a local a local long-term care facility physically she is fine but mentally she's got mental health challenges that has kept her at the age of a toddler almost in some respects for her entire life and the thing that this sister who is in this care facility looks forward to more than anything is the daily visit from her sister Aww. Now, with nursing homes being so at risk and so cautious, this facility has completely, even here in St. George, Utah, completely prohibited and eliminated any guests. Right. Even the sister. Better safe than sorry, unfortunately. Right. And you've got to do that. There's just no choice. But, of course, both sisters miss one another. My client and good friend misses, misses her sister and visiting her at this facility. But every day, going back to one of these care workers... She's got one of the care workers that will come in and she will FaceTime and let her use her phone so she can FaceTime her sister and at least see her. And that is kind of the the light at the end of the tunnel that is getting these two sisters through this difficult time of of no communication. So for like I said, for for every hardship, for every story that is things in life has been, been made tougher or more difficult, you can always find the good news. Find out more at AshtonWealth.com. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are not offered by retirement wealth advisors. Eric Nimmer is an investment advisor representative of Retirement Wealth Advisors, Inc., an SEC-registered investment advisor. Ashton & Associates, Retirement Wealth Advisors, and this radio station are not affiliated. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. This information should not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with professionals specializing in the fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed, may be worth more or less than when originally invested.